Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Religions and Refugees and the Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Thank you so much for joining me again today. I really appreciate your presence and your time that you take to, to join me on my podcast every day. Um, so today's episode is in light of the Leicester Square violence in the United Kingdom and their fake minority narrative. So the global media has been harping on minority, majority, minorities, minorities. So how their minorities, oh my God, are being um, battered by the big bad Hindu. Oh my goodness gracious me. Um, And everyone's going, yes, see, the minorities are bad. And I'm going... Understand the currents that form your wave. The currents are the same for everyone. They don't change with a narrative just because you lost a political election. They don't change. We are still the same people. We're doing the same things. We're, we're, the cycles are forming. We are balancing. We are coming to the beach. We're going back. The water is, is going back into the ocean and has the same cycles without any change in the cycle. You go on the street, nothing has changed. Um, then why is the narrative? Because it's a narrative, it's a built-up narrative for money and power. And it's a global narrative, it is not uh, just a local narrative. My friends, people who say minority, uh, these people uh, are allied with the global mafia of the world. So you have the socialist organizations of the planet in North America, in um, Europe, in Arabia, uh, in in the Islamic world, uh, they are you see them backing all their socialist allies in India and the communist allies. So you have the Indian National Socialist Congress, uh, the uh, Mamta Banerjee TMC with her her communism, Marxism, and um, and her. Her Marxism and her her her, um, her socialism are perceived or alleged, should I say, because I'm not allowed to say uh, without alleged. So alleged um, Marxism and communism. Um, you see all of that, and you're going. Um, you're not a minority because they're allied with the global media's and the mafia of the world. So when these people gang up together, they control the narrative. They have uh, proxy wars. Uh, They hit Indians uh, as soft targets and pretend, oh, no, they're not against Hindus. They're only against the big bad uh, BJP and the the Hindutva. But who, uh, who caused this narrative? Who caused the fear? It's the socialist. It's the socialist. Uh, communist groups, the the Marxist with money and power who have ganged up uh, together and they are the majority, they are not the minority. You do not have global uh, Hindic media all over the world controlling the narrative. Who controls the narrative? So they are backing these relics of colonial empires in India and they're calling them minorities, but in reality, they're controlling their minds, they're controlling the narrative, they're controlling the establishment, and they're controlling the ecosystem on the ground. It's Hindus who are the minority. Although all of this is just a narrative, it's a perception of your mind, it's not a reality, because we're still currents and waves. We don't change, the currents don't change, the waves don't change, we're still going to form, we're still going to come to... uh, we're go- still going to um, pan out. We're still going to come to the beach. We're still going to be empowered. Uh, it's not going to change. These are just perceptions and narratives given out by ignorant uh, colonial mafia, where their colonial arrogance and their ignorance is um, unfor- is a is endless, is eternal. They will change the labels on the top. Uh, they will change the narratives, but the mentality is still the same. So they perceive themselves as pluralistic in reality. They are wolves in sheep clothing. They are the majority on the planet and they're allied with the socialist Marxist left. They are paid uh, big, big money um, by lobbies of the world to run the narrative and give you a perception and and make believe that, uh, yes, the real problem is, is the real problem is 
the two fingers pointing back at someone else, but in reality, it's the it's the three fingers pointing back at them. So they have a fake narrative that's uh, of minorities and oppressed minorities. Anywhere they go, they have fake uh, narrat uh, narratives. Um, I got a text um, by um, by someone else, um, by a source, or someone who I know, uh, and they talked about. Um, well, this is the, this is what the video says uh, about uh, a conspiracy uh, about a narrative about Trump, uh, and the person who made the the person who made this video said he was told that he would be paid four hundred dollars to mention all the time in his videos the criminal conspiracy of Trump, uh, attempted coup treason, insurrection, Trump Republicans, Trump and his allies, January 6th investigation, uh, uh, not a hearing, it's a trial. Um, he's, the, he was paid to say uh, this was an attack on our country, attack on America, America can criminal conspiracy, committed crime, MAGA Republicans, and basically a narrative built in order to control your mind. This is no different from what's going on for thousands of years. The labels have changed, but the mentality has not. Because it's not labels that define the mentality. It is the mentality that defines the label. So the mentality of supremacy hasn't changed one single bit. The labels have. And so this Leicester Square violence is proof that their fake minority narrative is everything but fake. It's actually a, a global narrative uh, to oppress people and not to release them from oppression, for, to put them on a plantation and continue their colonial arrogance. Um, they have come out with narratives such as... Uh, Modi, uh, democracy, global democracy uh, has failed, uh, stops where Modi's agenda begins. So if Mo Narendra Modi, the Indian prime minister, was so strong, um, why do we need religions? Why do we have God? I mean, God is useless against Narendra Modi. I mean, a small chaiwala, as they call him, a tea salesman on, in his youth. Uh, but... They still want us to be relics of empires, empires which are so-called religious empires, believing in God. But the other side, um, they say Narendra Modi is so strong that he stopped democracy. They call him, um, um, they, they have different narratives for him. Um, a narrative of, of their self-approving, reputed moral higher supremacy. Uh, they become the the global media um, and their fake minority narrative are the global moral police of the world, and they call themselves the reputed media. But all these media outlets um, in in the West, in Arabia, are controlled uh, by politicians, by political allies, by lobbyists, uh, the politicians themselves, and the big uh, money makers behind it. Uh, have got big shares and in investments in these. And so every time they have a narrative and it, it hits the target, um, they make money out of it and their shares grow up. So uh, we know that the global media, uh, people don't trust them anymore. We know that the global media, their shares and the stocks are following. And groups like CNN, uh, their stocks are following are falling. Uh, so their stocks uh, need to be re-empowered. Um, re what is the country where the narrative is going up, where the economy is building the fastest growing? It's India. And guess what? Besides China, what's different from China? India's economy is, uh, is an English-speaking economy. That means a big branding English-speaking. So if they can tap into the Indian market, their shares, their percentage is going to go up. And so they're, they are promoting a narrative whereby they sensationalize uh, their agenda, their moral uh, supremacy, their which is a front for the Abrahamic colonization of their minds and the continued Abrahamic colonization and arrogance of the Indian subcontinent. Um, 
so they their shares have all gone up um, and thereby because their shares have gone up their the value of their of their media outlets have also gone up and this is all controlled a lot of this is controlled by the local politicians on the ground um, and the big business houses on the ground. Um, it's very much like the British East India Company. Who were the shares of the British East India Company owned by? Uh, the British East India Company was owned by, share, by uh, their shares were owned by members of parliament and uh, some, some partly to big houses, uh, feudal lords in, 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 uh, in the United Kingdom. And they owned their shares, they, they made money. So if the British East India Company was doing, uh, was practicing crony capitalism uh, and committing atrocities on the ground, uh, which we spoke about yesterday, which was called out by Edmund Burke. So if they were, con uh, so the British East India Company was making money even though they were, they were committing atrocities, it didn't matter as such. It didn't matter uh, because the, uh, the narrative um, and the money behind the narrative was controlled by members of parliament and was controlled by partly the crown or members uh, belonging uh, to the crown estates. Uh, so their goal is to make sure, now they could absolutely make sure that India is, uh, they have a good narrative where they form alliances, they form better trade, they form where everyone benefits. Why do you need a negative narrative instead of positive narrative? I mean, if everyone supports each other, if everyone uh, empowers each other, if everyone uh, plays uh, by the book and, and, and doesn't look for power, you won't have a negative narrative. But you're investing in power. What is it telling you? That you're absolutely ignorant. At one time, your negativity is going to go out the door and people are not going to buy it. And where are you going to be left with? Back to square one. Because this this mentality of power has existed for a very long time. It's changed labels, it's changed brands, but the mentality is the same. It is also institutionalized as Abrahamic colonization of your mind. So the flat earth mentality and us versus them, we are the greatest, the other person is the bad person, the us versus God, uh, the devil, God versus the devil, good versus evil, minority versus majority, all comes from ignorance and a flat earth mentality. And this global media has a flat earth mentality. They have to put people down. They don't understand that, that you, the war that you get, your cycles, if you, if you degrade someone else, it's gonna come back to hurt you. Um, because we're cyclic. It's your currents that form the waves. War never stops, power never stops, uh, life doesn't stop, the geomagnetic cycles don't stop. So if you're going to invest in negative, what are you going to get in return? Negative. Why can't you be positive? But they're so ignorant. The, it is called the Abrahamic colonization of your mind. And all of these peep groups um, who, who are behind this fake narrative of supremacy, uh, of uh, of minority uh, which propped up the Leicester Square violence and the Birmingham violence against Indian te Hindu temples um, they are relics of colonial empires okay so the empires are dead I've mentioned in the previous uh, podcast that um, when an empire dies doesn't mean the ecosystem behind it dies uh, doesn't mean the people who believe in it die it takes a very long time for the wave to come to the beach uh, pan out and then uh, you know, are reduced to nothing and then goes back into the ocean. And they will come back with a, with a different label, uh, but it's still the same mentality because the water is the same. Um, so uh, once the, the world was finished, uh, people came out of the world was traumatized, completely traumatized. Uh, some people looking for justice, looking for power, looking to maintain the power but justice at the same time all they did was rebrand their labels for feudalism to social justice socialism communism but they didn't do any homework they did not offload the labels they did not look underneath they did not understand uh, the trauma the cycles and cycles of trauma um, they didn't understand that this is a continuous we're, we're a continuous cyclic uh, entity a cosmos we don't stop so it's up to you to go back and make every single junction in life an intellectual laboratory offload the data and heal no they didn't they just transferred their feudalism and their trauma into social justice, socialism, communism, and they still held on to power from the back door. 
because they held on to power uh, on the back though they didn't uh, they did not um, ever change their mentality and that's why they're on the left today and we call them woke we call them uh, leftists they are always um, investing in negative vitriol they only uh, invest in negative ritual they have no economics but planting your uh, negative card uh, to run your agenda and the same colonial agenda with the same colonial arrogance and you will come tumbling down the same way that your ancestors did but they will not understand um, so they have treated um, they've treated India as um, uh, a a tribal democracy they keep saying that Indian democracy under under um, under Modi is uh, is is a breach of is a breach of global democracy global democracy stops where Indian democracy uh, where, where Modi takes on um, it is absolutely disgusting when you see that the currents don't stop neither do the waves so how come uh, you can stop all of a sudden um, a democracy uh, how can you stop the planet from from going round or economics to happen the the engine of democracy to stop all of a sudden just like it doesn't start all of a sudden so they went into Iraq these same goons went into Iraq and and try to implement democracy there and try to implement democracy in 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 Afghanistan did it work no Iraq is destroyed Libya is destroyed uh, you have uh, Afghanistan is destroyed a land that had women voting rights before um, before uh, the Pakistanis invaded and, and before um, the Americans and even the Brits if I'm not mistaken but uh, all of these countries have dest are destroyed because democracy cannot be implemented in, in, in a place from from nowhere it takes time to build it's a mentality it's healing it's being able to have that conversation similarly you can't stop democracies but they have invented this narrative that uh, uh, democracy stops where Modi's uh, Modi's reign uh, begins um, they have seen plenty plenty of cases of moral uh, supremacy uh, all camouflaged by religion um, and they use violence so if you notice if you followed any of the um, rhetoric during uh, Trump's four years in office whether you like him or not you will see a uh, vigilante uh, goons under the Black Lives Matter movement uh, anti-fascist or anti-fa a lot of uh, gun violence uh, riots you've seen all of that in in America all um, controlled these are proxy groups controlled by uh, the left and they are uh, they are paid to to go into this violence uh, they don't do it for free obviously um, black lives matter is a very uh, expensive uh, very well um, funded group so you have all these groups uh, they, in, they involve themselves in violence after violence after violence for four years non-stop they involve themselves in violence um, and they were used by the Democrats to run an agenda and I don't I'm, I'm not angry with them I'm, I'm more uh, my fingers are pointing to the Democrats themselves who who use these people on the ground instead of in giving them the economics and making them understand economics they only cared about power they didn't care that the country was doing better uh, they didn't care that the economics was doing better they didn't want the economics to be better because they wanted people to be weak submissive subjugative where they can control the mind and one and and keep a hold on power um, and, and, and here it is so um, they blamed uh, they used this minority narrative that we've seen erupted Leicester Square um, they've, they've used it against Modi as the divider in chief uh, that he brainwashes India um, uh, that India is a very dark place under Modi it has no hope under Modi uh, culturally arid and intellectually vacant that means all our, uh, our knowledge for 10,000 years is gone it's funny because they came and invaded and ever since these Abrahamic groups invaded we have gone down the drain because they have bought nothing they took everything out of us they sucked the life of the Indian subcontinent and they're still trying to suck the life um, but it's intellectually vacant from one day to the other and they up and they in 
their only only investment is vitriol so they keep people on an angry plantation all the time that anger then overflows there's violence violence means less uh, investment in economics violence means less economics um less security less stability so they they'd rather destabilize stabilize the land instead of seeing it doing well um in order to keep their hold on power and when they keep their hold on power what do they do they're nothing they just break it up and they they keep people poor 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 we're going to take money from the rich and give it to the poor that is their economics take money from the rich and give it to the poor i mean go to the beach see the cycles see the waves and the currents and try looking at the wave and say okay you're weak here i'm going to bring another wave and help you over here if that works no you have to understand the currents that form your waves and you have to heal make every junction into an intellectual laboratory no but they have invested in negative vitriol uh, reinforcement vitriol all over the place and they camouflage it with hindu muslim violence black and white racism um, um and and it's 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 a narrative that is now camouflaged uh to to drown the image of india and make sure india never arises because a vedic india will tell you one thing that your lies that your abrahamic lies uh, the abrahamic ideology and all that they have today comes from a pre-civilization nothing to do with them all they are a colonial invaders a colonial feudal invaders who are absolutely ignorant and were looking for power that's it they don't even want to evolve they don't even want to change they want people to submit and subjugate be subjugated now um there some of their vitriol is um so culturally like i said culturally arid intellectually vacant uh, a very bitter place india is a very bitter place um it's funny because uh, you know the currents didn't stop yesterday and this bitterness didn't start start yesterday either um why does the the global media need to interfere in india's democracy why why do they need to interfere i mean democracy by itself means the right to have your opinion the right to have an a, a, um the right to vote based on your introspection based on your journey and based on your uh regional policies it is not who it is not the right of anyone else to in, invade and to to have their proxy wars and invade india either by physical force or by narratives to to run their global agenda you want democracy democracy works by people having their own uh narrative by people having their own opinion not by you influencing them so by very fact that they are saying that democracy uh, is failing because of modi is a is a narrative um and by them interfering in a narrative they are making sure it fails um and they are stabbing stabbing themselves in the foot it, it's it your if you're investing in something failing obviously it's going to fail so there um the people have the right absolute right to choose their own uh and we cannot choose uh our own because we are on a plantation and this plantation is controlled by uh for 60 years the socialist indian congress the mullahs the tullahs and the padris who have brainwashed us to um isolate us from any sort of opinion any sort of influence make sure that we vote for these uh socialists and chastise us if we do not uh fall in line with their colonial agenda um so like i always say the labels have changed but the mentality is not it's not the label that defines the mentality it's the mentality that defines the label it's the currents that form our waves um uh, if you dare to call 1.4 billion people intellectually vacant um intellect intellectually um yeah intellectually uh, vacant uh then so are you because the three fingers are absolutely pointing back at you now um i was also trying to say that Uh, a lot of people paint this as hindu hinduism hindutva they've branded anything that comes out from hind for 3000 years as something that's bad okay so before it was kufar before it was pagans today they're fascism hindutva violence fascism negative speech hate speech 
these are all the negative words I use, but it's just a continuation of what was going on for 3,000 years. It hasn't changed at all. Um, the supremacy is is uh, flagrant, and the supremacy is just another. Um, it's just a re it's a rebrand from their um, colonial uh, past uh, and the Abrahamic uh, occupation of your mind. Um, these are the words that they used uh, when they talk about India. Fear, hatred, cow, Hindu violence, Hindu-Muslim violence, Kashmir, um, protests, riots, mobs, um, sati, widow burners, a widow um, um, caste, Dalit, um, discrimination, untouchability. This is what they have the narrative about uh, India. This is the narrative. And uh, they came and saved India. Um, and this is what has led to the Leicester violence. So when you indoctrinated in with this na narrative, um, are you not going to at uh, one point erupt? So their fake minority narrative it has come to light, and their fake minority narrative has has come out on the Leicester Square eruption and Birmingham eruption to prove that they're not a minority; they're actually a majority, and they are trying to image and portray themselves as a minority only to get put fear on your mind and this is the narrative that has been built up for a very long time the labels will change but the mentality is still the same they camouflage them with a perceived pluralistic ideology it says oh no we love hindus we have no problem with hindus we are only we only hindutvas because the hindutvas are fascist and and modi is fascist and how do you know that someone whose two fingers are pointing at them uh, are fascist, but the three fingers are pointing back at you. Because if Modi resurrects India, then their narrative of a weak uh, us versus them, minority versus majority, will fail. Um, the narrative that the class divide, caste divide will fail. The narrative uh, for Abrahamic supremacy will fail. The narrative for pluralism, uh, while um, while you know India's is is seen as a a uh, negative, uh, dirty place it will fail. Um, Hindus seen as the big, bad, untouchables uh, will fail. Um, and and their Abrahamic legacy will fail because they will see that if someone else is doing well, why is your Abrahamic uh, um, legacy worth anything? So this came out in the Leicester Square violence and... Um, this is uh, this this is proof that their minority narrative is not worth anything. It's a perception that's fed to the people for one and only one reason: for money and power. Um, a lot of people say it's Hindu-Muslim, so they put it: the Hindu was a bad Hindu is bad. Uh, the the narrative of negative, but in reality, my dear friend, it's socialism versus uh, free market economy. Um, socialism broke up the Indian subcontinent, okay? Uh, like I've always said, uh, it was Nehru's socialism versus Jinnah's free market economy. They couldn't stand each other. Uh, he wanted to break away into, um, Jinnah wanted to break away into um, separate electorates, um, and it didn't work, and it finally went into Hindu-Muslim, where the Hindus were blamed for everything, the Hindus, 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 and that narrative then transferred to a breakup of the Indian subcontinent. Uh, and so it was socialism, it was a proxy socialist war um, that actually broke the Indian subcontinent. This war was a spillover from the, um, from the world wars in Europe. Europe has been fighting all the time. I think, uh, I don't know where I saw it. Uh, Europe has not stopped. Their violence has not stopped. Their violence is, a, is, is not an exception, it's the norm. Peace is an exception for Europe. And it's the same thing with the Middle East. Peace is an exception in the Middle East. Violence is the norm. But if you look at India, uh, India, has never, um, India has never invaded any country in the world. Peace is the norm. Violence is the exception. And they want to bring their proxy violence into the Indian subcontinent. Um, they protected the, their own continent after the world wars and took their war of uh, socialism 
uh, versus free market economy um, to other continents and they played out their proxy wars on other continents. Uh, the Indian, um, so they, they um, the Indian economy, the Indian subcontinent was broken up because of socialism versus free market economy, labeled as Hindu Muslims, where the Hindus were the bad people. Uh, you had, um, you had um, Vietnam, you had Yemen, you had Angola, you had Somaliland, you had Korea. All of these places uh, were broken and destroyed, uh, and 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 uh, bombed. Uh, out of civilized, uh, out of history, uh, by proxy uh, socialist communist wars versus free market economy. What is the use of either if you are going down the drain? If you're going to destroy a civilization, do you really think your destruction of a civilization is going to bring about any type of economic uh, economics? Leave alone um, socialism and uh, or communism or. or Capitalism, neither. It's not going to do that at all. You don't understand that we are currents and waves. There will always be waves that are weak and waves that are um, are building up and, and stronger than the others. Always. There's always be cycles and we have people at the bottom of the cycles. But you go for the people at the bottom of the cycles to use them as a ladder to ride up. Uh, you're not going to work because the next wave is going to come and do the same thing to you. So what gives? But they are so indoctrinated with the Abrahamic ignorance that it's uh, insulting. Um, so um, they have run an agenda for this minority narrative, but in reality, these Abrahamic groups are absolute majority. Get used to that. Um, their, their duty is they have sent... Um, uh, spend a lot of time and money uh, projecting and uh, improving their image by personifying their image as the moral police of the planet, while anyone who does not submit to their socialist, to their global cause, uh, that's Marxism, communism, uh, socialism, uh, all lined up and, and camouflaged by Hindu, Muslim, black, white, racism, um, uh, will, will uh, bite the dust. So they, their duty is to tarnish the international image of India, diplomatic, uh, uh, all are any diplomatic relations, economic interest. Um, so these uh, Arabic um, and Western and, and Christian and Western uh, global hypocrisy and narrative, um, as I like to call it, is misplaced outrage. They point the finger at misplaced outrage over India, but their misplaced outrage is exactly them in a nutshell. Uh, it is um, outrage to get you to submit to Abrahamic supremacy, which they have camouflaged with uh, perceived pluralism. In reality, it's they're just sheep in wolves. Uh, they're the wolves in sheep's clothing. Um, so in order to take, um, like I said, in order to take the conflict uh, and not hurt their own interests after the debacle of the Second World War, um, they destroyed other countries, and these countries are still suffering. Vietnam, uh, uh, Angola, Yemen, uh, India, the Indian subcontinent, uh, Lib look at Libya, look at Iraq. Look at Angola. Angola has money because of oil, but otherwise, no, they would have been in the doldrums. Um, the, these countries have been devastated, and that is exactly what they want to do. They have made sure that Indians submit to socialist, Marxist uh, arrogance, um, and these people are the leftovers of the uh, feudal laws uh, who did not heal, did not change the uh, mentality. Did not go back and take their responsibility. They've just changed the uh, changed the narrative and the labels and said now they want justice and they're all about pluralism and justice. In reality, they are about money and a hungry grab for power. Um, so um, why was Leicester Square? I've, I've mentioned it before. Why was it an eruption? Uh, this being, besides the uh, socialist powers, uh, 
there are a lot of Pakistanis involved in this. And I told you, and we said on the podcast yesterday, um, very important, um, the economy of Pakistan is crumbling. Um, the issue is uh, they were running a parallel economy for war, for drugs, for human trafficking, uh, mafia on the Indian subcontinent, and specifically in India, because they believe that they are the relics, they are the inheritors of the Mughal, uh, Mughal Empire. The Mughal Empire ruled over India, and India has to be uh, submissive and subjugative uh, to their uh, Mughal antics, and they will do exactly what the Mughals did, uh, and if the Mughals won their battle, so will they. But the Mughals came come crumbling down. The Mughals didn't build anything. They looted the Indian subcontinent, invested it in their harems and their uh, drug um, escapades, um, and they came crashing down because there was no money. The money was not invested in good economic policies. Uh, the money was invested in, in garbage, uh, in war and violence, not in uh, any e- economic activity. And so when they came running down, that's it. Um... And Pakistan wanted to pick it up and say, okay, we're going to do exactly what the Mughals did. And they did everything, but they come crashing down like the Mughals. They refused to take their responsibility. Um, so because they got economic distress, uh, the Honorable Prime Minister of India has uh, stopped the mafia with his demonetization, has stopped the mafia, the Pakistani mafia on the Indian subcontinent because of the loans that they have to take. They are in trouble going down the tubes um, and their only way out of it is to get people to not vote for Narendra Modi. So they bring back the socialist who they control, who has been bought out uh, by the Islamic um, by the Islamic people and uh, the Islamic establishment and the ecosystem on the Indian subcontinent, uh, who've been their vote banks for so long because obviously they've bought them out. Uh, the ecosystem has bought the uh, the Indian National Congress out. Uh, they've invented laws in 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 doc in uh, and got out laws to support their own to support their Islamic agenda uh, and reconquer the Indian subcontinent in the inside by controlling the constitution with laws that promote only their vested interest. Um, so, because Modi's not doing that, they have to attack soft targets to uh, get people to to live in fear um, to not vote for Modi and paint an image that Modi is causing on the violence, but the real violence has been caused by these socialist groups who have not done anything but destroyed the Indian subcontinent, have taken it from three, 333 million in India in 1946 to 1.4 billion and... Um, 396 million in uh, in 1947 1946 for the whole subcontinent versus uh 1.9 billion right now on the entire subcontinent so they've destroyed this subcontinent completely uh we're rising up we're dusting out the dirt we're improving we are going further up the the, the grid but uh, they don't want that. They want power and money. They do not want you to be better. They do not want you to rise above the, above the status quo because their socialist narrative will go down the drain. And that socialist narrative is camouflaged with religion, uh, which is all feudalism rebranded. So you've got feudal colonial imba- uh, empires rebranded as religion, now rebranded and allied with socialist for absolute power, and you've got this narrative. So what do they do? They attack. They attack soft targets. Uh, one of the videos in in yesterday Leicester Square says, "Oh, we are not against Hindus. We know the Hindu boys. The Hindus are with us, and we we like them. Um, but we're against the Hindu Dwadis. We're against uh, uh, BJP and the RSS because they are bad people. They're fascists, and anyone um, who who votes for Modi um, will be uh, attacked. So basically." They are trying to control the democracy on the Indian subcontinent, like the uh, Wall Street Journal and the New York Post and all these uh, New York, uh, all these American socialist Marxist groups. Uh, they're trying to control the democracy, and then they say uh, democracy, global democracy, stops where Modi's uh, democracy begins. Uh, so if you're using uh, power, you're using 
violence to stop democracy, uh, by interfering in democracy, by using, by causing violence, um, conflict, turbulence. How is Modi wrong? Is Modi stopping you? No, Modi's not stopping you from having a voice. Modi's not stopping you from um, from uh, having economic uh, empowerment, for investing, for getting jobs. What he's doing, he's stopping the Pakistanis to run a parallel mafia economy on the Indian subcontinent. And because of that, the Pakistan is coming down. And because Pakistan is coming down, the only way to do it is hit the soft targets of uh, Indian soft targets um, and pretend that they are the moral police of the world. Um, and so you have the Leicester Square violence. So in reality, even you may be a minority by perception, because in reality there's no human being as a majority and minority, your perception of a minority and your label of a minority, which actually is a relic of a colonial empire, is allied with a, a global ecosystem that still continues colonialism and feudalism to the back door, while pretending to be democratic to the front door. And that's why you had Leicester Square violence. And that that's, that is why uh, this narrative of minority versus majority is fake news and a fake agenda. Uh, it has to be called out. You have to understand the economics behind it, the power struggle behind it. Um, and um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, a lot of people say, uh, oh, it's the West versus India. It's not the West. It's socialist. Marxist econo uh, groups, and I'll give you examples of that. Um, Justin Trudeau, as we know, um, went for the Queen's uh, funeral, okay, uh, to London, and he. There was a video of him on the internet where he's singing in the lounge bar of the hotel where he was staying. I don't know if it was karaoke or just singing at the piano and singing the Bohemian Rhapsody at the piano uh, and having a good time before the uh, the Queen's funeral. Um, next day he went to the funeral with a sour face and pretending that he was so affected. But the previous evening you're having a good time, so you can't change from one day to the other. That fast that he had on in Westminster Abbey was an absolute socialist fast, uh, because the previous day he was singing Bohemian Rhapsody and having a good time at the at the at the lounge. Um, at the same time, uh, the Finnish Prime Minister was a young lady girl, um, and she she was uh, she was uh, having a good time at a party in in a public in a private place on her own time and she was you know venting off obviously but she was having a good time she was doing absolutely nothing and she was a woman the socialist who, who run for feminism who run for equal rights who run for equality and social justice had no problem uh, with Justin Trudeau but they all went after the Finnish prime minister uh, that is a, that is that is what is that isn't that western hypocrisy but it's not West, just Western hypocrisy. It's socialist Western uh, um, uh, and uh, Arabic Islamic hypocrisy because socialism is feudalism in in, in sheep's in in wolves in sheep's clothing. Socialism is a power grab. It's about power controlled by a small elite group of people, which is a modern form of feudalism. That's all. Uh, it hasn't changed one single bit. The labels have changed, but not the mentality. It's a power grab for a small group of people who control everything, who take money from others and only to fill their pockets and until the money runs out. And then you have, you know, a, a case like uh, Sri Lanka and you have cases like, um, you have cases like um, um, Pakistan. Uh, and then you have, um, you know, um, Islamic banking with no interest. Uh, how do you have? How do you run the bank if there's no interest? Uh, where are you going to get the money from? You're taking money from from people from somewhere. So you're scamming them in another way and saying that you're not taking interest in the front. But that that's socialism. That's social justice, uh, Islamic social justice. So when you have Christian social justice, Islamic social justice, Abrahamic social justice, it's not worth it because we're currents and waves. It's our currents that form the waves, we're cycles. We will go to the bottom of the cycle, but if you have the knowledge, you will transition and, 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 and go back up, which is what you're going to do. But if you don't, you will, you will empower yourself 
you will make yourself believe that you will always be at the bottom and you will never rise. Um, here's another uh, here's another proof that this is socialism. Uh, we know that Justin Trudeau has legalized pot in in uh, uh, in Canada. That's really the only thing he's done besides taking the economy into tatters. Um, so. Um, However, not one uh, socialist, Marxist, Western media or Islamic media will call him out. I mean, there's so many Muslims there voting for him. No Islamic media will say this is Islamophobia. No Islamic mo uh, media will, will call him out because their ally, the Muslim Brothers, uh, Brotherhood, has brought him out. But that's okay. That's absolutely okay for them. Um, if Modi did it, it's bad. We know in India we've got a, a drug problem. We know uh, the Pakistanis are, are sending their drugs through India. Uh, we know that a lot of drugs in Goa. Um, and the church has been calling out uh, Modi and the Hindus for all types of riots and violence and drugs. And there's never been drugs like this in India before. There's never, ever been drugs like this. But, uh, you know, uh, drugs have been going on under the Mughal regime, under uh, Delhi Sultanate, under the socialists. And no one said anything. No one's talking about anything. All of a sudden, the drugs have come out and drugs are bad. But the same people and their families sitting in Canada uh, have no problem with drugs being legalized. Uh, because why? He's, he's created so many jobs in in. He's created so many jobs, Justin Trudeau, on the basis of pot. So pot can create drugs in Canada, uh, but the same pot and the same drugs is, is a problem in India and it's a problem in uh, Goa, uh, where the priests are running helter-skelter and pretending that they're victims, they who are descendants of the Portuguese um, Inquisition uh, and genocide on the Indian subcontinent. Um, so that's another one. Um, Recently, there was a, 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 a journalist, a, a very well, um, a long-time journalist, well-respected journalist, In I think she was on CTV, I'm not exactly sure which one. Um, her name is Lisa Laflamme uh, in Canada. Um, she uh, decided not to dye her hair anymore and go with her gray hair because she's, you know, she's, she's aging. She's not very old at all. She's very beautiful. A well-respected, well-spoken uh, journalist, um, and she let her hair be gray instead of dyeing her hair. So her company uh, media, uh, you know, uh, her, her media completely uh, just what they did was uh, fired her, and there was a big outrage. But no one said anything. Now the media in in Canada is controlled by the government. Uh, Canada is not a free country when it comes to uh, the media. Uh, the Prime Minister has completely bought out, paid about six hundred odd million dollars in tax money to buy out the the media in the in the garb of whatever he wants to call it, uh, you know, uh, controlling fake news, controlling uh, narratives, controlling um, misinformation. So he's bought the media out, literally. Uh, so when the media themselves uh, fire women and and the Canadian Prime Minister. Uh, is running uh, a feminist campaign, isn't that um, you know? Isn't that hypocrisy? But you know, he's he's uh, he's ganged up and he's allied. He's bought out by the socialists. He's a socialist himself um, by the uh, Muslim Brotherhood. So that's okay. That's okay um, that you fire a woman. Um, however, his his friends in, in the United States and in in Europe have kept on harping about feminism, 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 feminism. But that's okay if the socialists do it and fire women, um, big journalists. Uh, and that's because this is all about socialism versus free market economy. They do not want free market economy. They do not want you to be free. They want to control you. They want to control your slavery, your, your human capital. They want to control your voice, your narrative. They want to impose themselves upon you. So this is another age of slavery. We're still slaves today. We're still slaves. Um, but we're rising above the status quo. We're changing the status quo with our voice, with our knowledge, by connecting the dots. And we are freeing ourselves from the subjugation, healing, 
going forward, liberating ourselves from a narrative. Um, and that's why we're able to call out that the minority uh, perception, the narrative, is absolute fake news. That is uh, proof by the Leicester Square uh, mob vigilantes of, of uh, uh, these colonial empires and their relics. Um, and that the ecosystem world worldwide is just uh, is very, very strong. Uh, to do only one thing is to keep you on the slave plantation. And anyone who goes against their narrative um, is, is told, basically. Uh, which is exactly what I'm doing right now. But uh, hey, that's a laugh. Um, so yes, I have been speaking for 15 minutes. Uh, it is important uh, at this junction to have that discussion with your friends, um, with your families, with your social media groups. Um, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, remember that every time you see um, um, minority versus majority narrative, it is fake. It is a perception that's paid for, uh, controlled by the media, whose, ecos whose shares... Um, and, and value is controlled by the same politicians on the ground, the same uh, big media, big houses, economic houses, um, and their interest in controlling the narrative is, is seen in their agendas uh, and their fake news. Uh, that is important, their misinformation. Um, they want to protect, protect themselves, but they have no intention of, of uh, you know, of... Uh, subjugating other people so it is up to you to believe or not to believe in this uh, narrative of uh, minority versus majority it is an ecosystem that is uh, very corrosive and you you need to understand that we are currents and waves it's our currents that form the waves it's not the waves that form the currents um on that note i take your leave i thank you very much for your time i also have another uh i've added another episode to my journey uh to my podcast um ex-christian from india you can go to hub hopper studio to take a look at it that's hub hopper studio um and it's called ex-christian uh from india so thank you so much for your time um i wish you a great day peace healing rising above the status quo, freeing yourself, liberating yourself from these narratives, these agendas, um, and, and setting yourself free, because that's who we are. We're all free cosmic energy fields, free birds to, to be who we choose to be and to live our lives on our terms and not on someone else's fear-mongering, um, but on positive, um, positive um ideologies, positive uh, balances, positive energy, so that we can all heal together and deliver a better future to the generations to come. Thank you very much for your time. You have yourself a great day.